What is up? Welcome to another goddamn sports podcast. And here we are, NFL Week 14. I uh, had a little bit of a bounce back last week on Week 13. I went 10 and 4. A uh, little more of a return to my normal form, uh, if you can call it that. See, guys, this is my first year doing this shit. Uh, as always, I just pick game results here. I'm not trying to tell you who to gamble on or anything like that, but just based off what I see when some of these teams be playing, uh, I make an educated guess who I think is going to win. And I say this too, I'm not like crazy about watching coverage or making sure I catch every game. Uh, I just watch what I can and what's available in my area. Um, and obviously, I keep plugged into what's happening around the league and all that kind of shit, but... Uh, it's not the most comprehensive breakdowns or anything like that. I just feel the need to start with that disclaimer specifically about the Bentons and nobody tries to uh, blame me for them losing money and shit. Anyway, let's get started. Uh, first game on the docket here, uh, we got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington football team. Um, and this is a game with a lot more on the line than I think most people would think it would have uh, at this point in the year. Um, and I mean, I gotta say, I kind of am surprised by that myself. Now I say that mostly because Washington's on a four game win streak right now. Um, and it's not against, I mean, Seattle, Carolina, both bad this year. Vegas is kind of, uh, they have potential, but they, they have lost a few key players, which I talked about before. And I think that that's really affected them this year. Uh, but that four-game winning streak started off against Tampa Bay. And Dallas has been kind of choppy in their last five. They won't, they've lost three of their last five. Excuse me, one of those two Las Vegas uh, in overtime on Thanksgiving Day. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I think that they're going to lose this game. Now, they are playing in Washington, which obviously is good for the Washington football team. Uh, but... I do not think that that's going to help them. They're also kind of get, they're getting Curtis Samuel back, which potentially should help them at the receiver position. Uh, but J.D. McKissick, he's not going to be in a running back. And really, they don't have much of a running game this year, uh, which, in my opinion, is hurting Washington pretty significantly. Um, I, I do think Dallas is going to win this game. I just feel that all around they have the better team. Uh both on offense and defense right now. Now, I said last week, too, that I feel Washington's team has been playing better since Chase Young has been out. Um, in it, you know, again, I don't know if that's just because other teams are taking them more lightly without him being in the game, or if the defense is actually just gelling better uh, now that the whole defensive scheme isn't going to be kind of tooled around him. Not uh, but I don't think that they're going to be able to stop this Dallas offense. Uh, I just think the offense on Dallas is too potent. And again, I do feel their defense has stepped up and started to play better this year than they have in previous years. Uh, so I'm going with Dallas for this game. Next up, we got the Ravens and the Browns. And this game is much harder to pick than uh, one would think, especially given, you know, Cleveland looks to be hampered by injury more than anything this year. Uh, but I have a tough time seeing them even making a playoffs. But I also feel that, especially lately, Baltimore has had kind of a, for lack of a better way to put it, tough time showing up against certain opponents. Now, they did beat Cleveland two weeks ago, uh, so they kind of have a little bit of an advantage there. Um, but, you know, they only beat Chicago by three. They lost to Pittsburgh by a point. 
uh, they got beat by Miami pretty handily, 22 to 10. Uh, and then they barely beat Minnesota, 34-31. Those are the last five games for Baltimore. Um, and Cleveland hasn't been faring much better, to be honest. Uh, the only exception being they put up 41 against Cincinnati in a super impressive win. Uh, but they lost to Pittsburgh, lost to New England, lost to Baltimore. And, uh, you know, combined 27 points in those uh, three games for them. That's not good. Uh, a good sign. Um, I think I'm going to have to go Baltimore in this game still. Uh, I just think, you know, technically, again, this is one of those games where technically, on paper, Baltimore is a better team. I haven't seen them with any significant uh, players being out. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean they'll win. Uh, just because, like I said, it seems like they've been struggling for the last month or so as far as just getting the offense to click and put points on the board. Uh, and I know this Browns defense is, you know, a very significant factor. It's probably the best part of the team right now. Uh, the, like I said, the offense isn't necessarily clicking lately. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Baltimore still. And I mean, Baker is injured, so it's going to be tough for them to score points and all that. Next up, we got Jacksonville Jaguars versus Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee getting Julio Jones back. That's going to be huge for them. Uh, B.J. Brown is in the game, but also huge for them. Um, if those two guys are playing, I'm going to go with the Titans. I still think that they are, uh, you know, a very effective team when they have most of their starters in. As I said, obviously, Derrick Henry's not going to be back, and they're still kind of trying to find a solution there at that running back position. Um, I know that they're kind of hoping that he'll be back in time for the playoffs, but I would say you can't necessarily bank on that. Uh, they're also playing in Tennessee, which is obviously going to help the Titans out some. Um, and also, while it's a divisional game, they're playing a, a very bad opponent, one of the worst in the league right now. Uh, this gives them a chance to get clicking again, again, regardless whether they have a run game or not. Uh, I see this as kind of like a quote-unquote bounce-back game for them. Um, so I'm looking for Tennessee to win that one. Next up, we got the Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh, as I said before, the Raiders, uh, you know, I feel like the injuries and all that kind of stuff has hampered them more than anything else. Uh, and two, they're kind of running into this Kansas City team at the worst time. Um, they've won their last five games in a row. Uh, it might be more than that. And, I, you know, I say this because to me, that winning streak isn't really necessarily super significant. And I only say that because they've beaten a lot of kind of bad teams. And some of them, they've just barely squeaked out those wins. Uh, you know, there was that Monday night football game against the Giants. They beat them by, <laughs> by three. They beat Green Bay by six when Green Bay didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they did put a pretty uh, impressive beat down on the Raiders, 41 to 14. They beat the Cowboys by 10. And then they beat the Denver Broncos team that you never know really what version of them is going to show up by 13. And I do expect them to beat Vegas, um, but it could be one of those games that's very close and they kind of barely beat them. Uh, they are playing in Kansas City, which gives the Chiefs a little bit of advantage there. But I think this one's going to be a lot closer than most people probably think it would be. Uh, next up, we got the Saints versus the Jets. Uh, the Saints, a team kind of just on the outside of that playoff picture, uh, they have they have lost the last five in a row, which is not good for them. While the Jets not faring much better, they have won at least one game in the last five. Um, but I don't think New York's going to get it done here. Uh, I, I do believe New Orleans' defense is a little too good uh, for them to to 
really put up points on the board, I think, is the biggest thing. Uh, again, I mean, the Saints, to me, is a team whose offense is the biggest question mark. Uh, we don't really know where they're going to be at with that. Um, you know, Taysom Hill's getting started again, I believe. Uh, but, you know, he had they, they had that one performance. I can't remember who they played. He mostly, he mostly ran the ball, though, I feel like. He wasn't even that deep passing. Uh, where he looks somewhat impressive. But that I think that's one of the reasons why I'm a little nervous picking them in this game, even though they are playing the Jets. Uh, it's just because I don't know what's going to happen with this offense as far as New Orleans goes. And again, I'm picking them just because I do feel that their defense is a little bit better than New York's. Uh, but this game, I think, will be a pretty close one. Next up, we got the Falcons and the Panthers. Uh, this is a divisional game, and amongst two teams that, again, to me, are kind of like up and down. You never really know. They could win the game. They could lose the game. Uh, you know, both teams have been... To me, picking up uh, some surprise wins kind of along the way, uh, but some of them not necessarily too surprising. Uh, they will be playing in Carolina, so uh, I don't know if I would say that gives Carolina the advantage right now, just because you know they they brought Cam back. Um, but even with that, you know they had success in the first game he was back, but I can't necessarily credit him with that. They've been losing ever since they announced him as the starter, so. That I don't see as being a very uh, positive sign for them. And I, I think Matt Ryan, too, in certain games, he's been stepping up and playing really well, uh, better than I would think that he would have played at all this year. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with Atlanta this game. I think that they're going to end up picking up the win against Carolina. Next up, we got the Seahawks and the Texans. Uh, Houston coming off a couple losses, but they have that win against Tennessee. Uh, they also said uh, Tyrod Taylor is not going to be starting. It's going to be that Mills, Danny Mills. I can't remember his first name ever for whatever reason. Um, I don't really like that necessarily. And, I, you know, another thing is, no offense to Houston, but you're you're awful this year. <laughs> and I understand probably a big part of that has to do with the fact that Tyrod Taylor went out with a hamstring injury earlier in the year. Uh, and, it, of course, it's always tough to come back like, many weeks later seven eight nine weeks later and try to perform well uh that is something that's always going to be difficult um but i think that they should just leave him in there and let him play out the rest of the season and see how he does once he kind of gets back to normal or used to being in the game again uh i i don't like this move of quarterback for houston and while i don't think seattle is anywhere close to their normal right now even with russell playing i don't feel that they're anywhere close to that I do think that they will win this game. Uh, next up, we got the Lions and the Broncos. The Lions coming off their first win of the season. Jared Goff coming off his first win without Sean McVay as his head coach. Uh, and while they don't have anything to play for, that doesn't mean they're going out trying to lose. Now, I say that because, obviously, Denver has a lot to play for right now. Um, they're kind of still in the title uh, playoff hunt at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, they are playing in Colorado, which helps them out a lot. Uh, and I say this because Detroit put up 29 against Minnesota, which I don't think, you know, them scoring 29 points, I feel like, is the big thing here. And, I, you know, Denver, I think, is more known for their defense right now. Um, but they've been having struggles on the offensive side of the ball. 
So I, I bring all this up because to me, a lot of the, these games are about momentum and Detroit's going to be having a little more momentum coming into this game. But I think I'm still going to go with Denver here just because they're at home. And like I said, they really have something to play for. Uh, so I'm going to pick them. Next up, we got the Giants versus the Chargers. Uh, the Giants, Daniel Jones is not going to be playing. Um, the two receivers, Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard, who were kind of listed as questionable, they are going to be playing. They're going to be in there. Uh, and I know the Chargers, they're going to be looking to kind of right the ship a little bit still. I mean, they're sitting at 7-5. I think they're still in the playoffs right now. Um, but in their last five games, they've been kind of choppy. It's win-loss, win-loss, win. Um, and, I mean, they, they lost to Denver, which is a divisional game, lost to Minnesota. They did pick up impressive wins against Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia. But one thing I feel, while they are not having much of a problem putting points on the board, their defense is also letting other teams put points up. That's kind of the biggest issue to me. A lot of these games are close ones. Uh, but without, without Daniel Jones playing, I don't see the Giants putting up very many points today. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chargers. Next up, we got the 49ers and the Bengals. Now, this one is hard because the 49ers also, you know, vying for the playoffs. Uh, they're in, I think it's the last playoff spot in the NFC right now. Uh, Cincinnati, too, though, they need to win this game in order to keep their playoff folks alive uh, and keep things rolling in their direction. Um, Cincinnati, with, you know, they have a couple people missing on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but not anybody that it seems like is going to be a huge difference maker. Uh, Debo Samuel is, he's listed as questionable, but it, uh, you know, Adam Schefter has also said that he's going to end up playing today. Um, San Fran, like I said, they have the chance to make the playoffs still. And I think that that's going to end up meaning a lot to them. Uh, but you can say the same thing about Cincinnati. They're also playing in Cincinnati, uh, and I, you know, I think just with that Bengals defense, I'm going to go ahead and go with Cincinnati in this game. Um, but it should be a good one, and one that's tough played by both teams because, like I said, they both want to make these playoffs, and they're both kind of in position to potentially make it. Uh, but I got to go with the Bengals here. Next up, we got the Bills and the Buccaneers, and I think probably at the beginning of the season, a lot of people were thinking this is a potential Super Bowl matchup here. Uh, very late in the season. Um, now that type of hyper talk probably would have cooled off uh, a bunch at this point. Uh, just because I think we're kind of seeing, and again, to me, it's not that I don't think Buffalo is quote unquote not who we thought they were. <laughs> to bring back a little bit of a memory from, uh, I think it was Dennis Green when he was coaching the Cardinals all those years ago. Uh, but more so along the lines of just. I think teams have more tape on them, and so they kind of know what to expect. Or when they line up, they might have a better idea of how the plays are going to be turning out and all that kind of stuff. Um, Tampa also, you know, I feel they've kind of somewhat quietly amassed this 9-3 record. And I say that because 9-3 uh, is a great record, but you don't hear them getting talked about as much as a lot of these other teams. Um, and, it, again, that just might be my fault because <laughs> I'm not as plugged in this year as I have been in the past and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Uh, they're playing in Tampa Bay. And, uh, you know, Tampa, they got Tom Brady, obviously, but I also kind of think that he's brought about a bit, a bit of a culture shift probably to this team. One where it's, 
I would think more about preparation on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Uh, and I just think that they're going to end up coming out with most likely the better game plan on how to win. Uh, and like I said, I just think that this year, especially, we kind of see teams are able to kind of figure out this Bills team a little bit better uh, than they have, you know, last year or the year before when they started to come up. Uh, so I think Tampa Bay is going to end up winning that one. Sunday night game, we got the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, got to go with the Packers in this one. They're playing in Lambeau. Um, you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers said it himself earlier this year. He owns the uh, Chicago Bears. And Randall Cobb, you know, he's been added to the IR. I don't know if he's going to come back this year or not. Uh, but I don't really think that matters. And I've, I've talked a lot about this Chicago defense and all that kind of stuff, how they've been playing well, and they have been. Uh, but, uh, you know, that offense doesn't do anything. Uh, they're not clicking at all. They don't have it together at all. Uh, and, you know, you can't just rely on your defense to try to put as many points on the board for you uh, against the Packers. Uh, it's just not going to happen. So, obviously, I'm going to stay. And then, Monday night, we got a huge matchup. The Cardinals versus the Rams. Uh, this is a big game. It's going to have a gigantic effect on the playoff picture, potentially. Uh, if Arizona wins this one, I mean, there's a, obviously a much better chance of them coming out on top in the NFC. But the Rams, having already lost to them once this year, I know they're going to want to get that win back. But they're also going to want to try to stay close to the top uh, at the NFC, in, you know, in that regard. So I'm going to go with LA in this one. I just think that they're going to come out needing to, feeling the need to win this game. Excuse me, my God. Uh, feeling like they need to win this game more than Arizona is going to feel like they need to win it. Uh, so I'm going with LA. Uh, that's going to be it for this week. Like I said, I got a little more return to my quote-unquote normal form last week. Going 10-4. and four. Uh, We'll see how I turn out this week. But as always, if you like what you heard, share and subscribe. I'll catch you all on the flip.